Welcome, 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 my friends. You are listening to It's Simply Digital, and I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that gives you tips, tricks, and strategies to up your digital marketing game and make you a savvy digital success. We dive into all things business, entrepreneurship, and of course, digital marketing. Welcome to It's Simply Digital. Y'all are in for a special treat. I have Friday Lives going on every Friday on LinkedIn and Facebook, and I'm turning them into podcasts. So this is raw and unedited. And today's guest is Krista Mullion. So let's listen in. Okay, we're live. We're trying this again. Yay, take two. <laughs> okay, so I, um, sorry about the technical difficulties that we had. Krista was not, well, she just wasn't able to get in. So um, welcome. I'm so excited for y'all to join us. This was supposed to be scheduled 30 minutes ago. We're, we're just going to wing it. So Krista, welcome. I'm going to put you. your name up. Where are you calling in from? So I'm usually in California, but right now uh-huh. I'm in France and Ooh, I'm in the French doing? Alps and we uh-huh. have like so much snow. I'm not joking. Like uh-huh. I've been, you're going to see my post from today that I've been uh-huh. told twice yesterday wow. and today. Wow. I had to be plowed out and put a tow <laughs> to get out of my, my car. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what are you doing there? Are you in just enjoying time with family or working? Tell me a little bit more. Oh no, it's a drama story. It's a sad story, but, um, you know, I think destiny is playing a role here on me. I came to France in, in, um, our March 31st for the lockdown uh, uh-huh. because my my dad is French, my mom's American, and my dad thought that I would be safer here than in California. He was really worried that COVID would be everywhere in California. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, in the French Alps, it will be really nice. You can stay up here, spend like, you know, a month or two here, right? Right. And so I bought a one-way ticket because I didn't know how long the lockdown would be. And I thought, okay, I can work remotely. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, But unfortunately it was the contrary. When I got here, my dad got COVID and died. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. So I came here to be with my dad and spend some quality time with him and also work on my book. And I thought, okay, I'm safe here. You know, it's kind of remote, less COVID problems. And unfortunately, he got it and died. And oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So I was offline a long time because this was so shocking to me. Like I was alone with him and this happened. And, and then I couldn't even go visit him because, uh, because he was contagious. And I had to stay at home because they didn't have, I didn't have any symptoms. So they wouldn't test me. So they're like, right. well, unless you get a fever, don't call us. Right, right. I know. So That's- this is how it was in the beginning. In the beginning of COVID, they didn't have a lot uh-huh. of tests. So, so like, well, you probably have it, but just stay in lockdown and hopefully nothing happens. So I was like this for like, you know, 18 uh, days. I was right. like, oh my God, I'm going to get sick suddenly like he did. And, oh my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And the last words he said to me, I thought, oh, he's going to come back fine. Last words he said to me was, 
he was in the ambulance and he's like, can you tell them to wait for a sec, go get my phone charger. And I thought this isn't like someone who's going to die, you know, like right, this is like right. someone who's like going through like a flu thing and they'll be fine. And he looked fine. Right. So it was really oh. shocking. It, it, it really woke me up to how serious this was. And if you've been following me, you'll know that I've written a lot about it on LinkedIn and uh, Facebook as well. And I guess that if it doesn't hit you firsthand, I can understand why people would think that it's like exaggerated to lock down mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, if you're young and healthy, why should you wear a mask? But if you have it hit your family up close, because my sister also got it and she's 30 years old and she almost died too. Oh my gosh. Oh so my gosh. she had to be off of work for five months. Wow. With with major wow. rest, she had a, a breathing machine, an oxygen uh -huh. machine at, at home. That's how wow. so she couldn't recover. So five months she was still she would get out of breath going upstairs. Yeah. What yeah. does that tell you? So it, it hits. So my 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 I'm not a scientist or a doctor, and I don't want to talk about COVID so much on your podcast. Right. But I I definitely wanted to just tell you why I'm in France and and tell people that thank God that you know we made it through 2020. <laughs> that uh, I, right. I mean, and you're here. Not everyone you're here. Did. Not you're everyone here. did. So I, know, anyone, I know. If anyone doesn't believe it's real, trust me, it's real. It's like real, I, real. You know. No, I, I've had so many friends and family members that have had it, and I personally don't know anybody that has passed away, but I know people who know people who have passed away from it. So, so yeah, um, uh, it's 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 real. I, and I had my my cousin um, had it for um, sixty five days. I think it was about that time. Yeah, like just so. Yeah, it's it's real, but. But back to more positive things. I think okay. 2021, you know, we've got a handle on this. <laughs> yes. Right? We've, we've got yes. this. And it's just, it, it is what it is. And and in a way, it taught me a lot about being grateful for every every damn moment that we're alive. Like right. um, losing a parent, no matter, you know, COVID aside, every person I've talked to who has lost a parent, it's a real wake-up call because it's like, there's no more time to waste. Like whatever I do from henceforth, there's something changes in you when you lose a parent. And it's like, that's it. I don't have any more time to do things I'm not interested in. I'm going to say no to a lot more things. I'm going to double check with myself. Do I really want to do this? Is this really mm -hmm. meaningful for me? And be very unapologetic, you know, polite, but unapologetic about like, that's not in line with what I'm trying to achieve right now. Thank you for the offer, but I'll have to pass because right. you kind of just wake up and you're like, Whoa, the time is just like that. I, I totally understand. Um, you know, I had a loss a couple of years ago and that was very traumatic to me. So, you know, what I, what I decided after that, Krista was, I decided that I'm going to live the life that I want to live. You know, yep. and, and uh, you know, I'm not much of a rule follower anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to kind of create my own rules and I'm just going to live it the way I want to live it. And 
the other thing that I learned from that, that I took away from that experience was I want to be present as much as possible. I know that that's impossible to be present 24 seven. I know, you know, it is, it's, it's not possible, but I want to be present as much as possible. I want to live in this moment. I don't, I'm on the, on this live stream with you. I don't want to be thinking about 900 other things that are going to go on in my life. I just want to enjoy this conversation with you and share value to, you know, to our audience. That's really what I want to do. So I try. And also don't sweat the small stuff. I mean, honestly, we're just, we're just here on this earth and you don't want to like end your life thinking that you spent so much time with mediocre details. Mm -hmm. Think about when you're also with relationships, it's like, you shouldn't be worried about focusing on something that doesn't matter with people. It's like, okay, it didn't work. Like, like right now we had this live and for some darn reason, my webcam screwed everything up and I had to like restart and go to tech support. And then finally I just like get the webcam off here and finally it worked. Right. Right. Uh, but we, we just can't get upset about these little things because in the big scheme of things, what does that matter? You know, uh, I've been much, much more like laid back or, or just, I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about things that don't matter, right? <laughs> it don't matter. I, you know, my my kids are young adults right now, and I do. I I'm more like you now. I'm very laid back. I don't sweat the small stuff. Nothing really, you know. I try not to let things get to me. I wish I was more like this when they were younger because I was that hyper focused. You know, every just I had that complex of that perfectionism complex everything had to be perfect and what is perfect anyways it's defined in my eyes nobody else's and so I I wish I had a little bit more of what I have today when my kids were growing up but that's okay we have this great relationship as as adults now so uh, you know I love that 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 can be something for the audience and for people who re-watch the this this live is definitely things that may seemed so important may not be in the big right right you can't really think about what are other people thinking of me you gotta let it go you gotta let it go and and forgive yourself be more kind with yourself I think people are so hung up on 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 that part um and that's why I started this sassy method coaching so for those who don't know me um, I'll just back up and do a really quick intro, if that's sure. Okay. Yeah, because we uh, kind of just yeah. got started. So, <laughs> well, no, I would love, I would love for you to introduce yourself. <laughs> we're, we're totally off schedule, and we don't even have much time left. But um, okay. but I'll just I'll just be really brief about it um, because there's only there's only two things that you really need to know about me, and that is that I've been a marketer for 20 years in the Silicon Valley. And worked with some amazing brands. I've worked with Apple and Google and HP and Samsung and just tons of tech companies and help them deliver campaigns. And um, my specialty in my agency was virtual reality. So I'm really up to speed on interactive technologies. So I've got this whole marketing background. And today I don't... um, I don't have an agency anymore because I sold Uh it in 2017 and I wanted to go solo after being in a team for so long. Uh Uh, 
And so now I do marketing for, for business owners, small business owners, and for individuals who want to become known as thought leaders. And, mm-hmm. ask, and so I do consulting for professionals or small business owners to help them rebrand themselves, get their LinkedIn profile looking top notch, uh, build a content strategy, write their business plan, like pretty much all the stuff that you need to run your business, except finances, because I'm not a financial person, (laughs) although I am, and legal. Because if you work with me, you're like, how do you know so much about finances and legal? And I'm like, because I've run a business so long. For so long. Uh, I've been a business owner, so I'm a business coach. So I do Mm -hmm. these two things, and I've kind of merged the two from my marketing skills to business coaching to help people grow their their small business. Um, And then the third, well, that's kind of one component. And then the other thing I do is the sassy method. And the sassy method I started to help people build self-confidence and stop overthinking and get over their imposter syndrome and give them permission to really go be themselves. Mm -hmm. So it kind of ties back into what we talked about, like don't waste your time in life and just go for it. Um, And that's, that's a mindset coaching program that I do as well. Um, And when people come to me, I kind of, we, we have a, I'll do a free phone call with almost anybody because Uh I really do believe it has to be the right fit. Um, and, And then I tell them, okay, here's some of the things I would recommend if you're interested so I think you, it sounds like we could do a few sassy coaching sessions and then maybe we can move into your career branding stuff or into your business stuff. Um, so that's pretty much what I've been doing now. And I'm very active on LinkedIn. So awesome. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. And, you know, when you and I connected, we went back and forth and you were sharing a little bit about yourself and I was sharing a little bit about myself and we had so much in common. I love marketing. <laughs> I'm a mom. You're a mom. Um, I'm a foodie. You're a foodie. Uh, I love the outdoors. You love the outdoors. So there was just like so much that was in common. I just felt like, oh my gosh, we have to do a live together because I know that we're going to have a ton to talk about. And it started off a little wonky, but that's okay. We got it. We're, we're here. Well, we're good. You know what? It, it, that's, that's something that everyone who needs to know is that LinkedIn has become a very amazing place where you don't just have to connect with people who you've worked with in the past or you've met personally, especially since COVID. I think we can mm-hmm. get rid of all of that. Half of the people you have not yet met in person. However, what's happening now is people are are reaching out and connecting with certain types of people who they see some commonalities with. And I have built just a wealth of relationships here on LinkedIn. Um, And as long as you guys tell us what you do and who you do it for, right. Mm -hmm. Then I can really see when I can connect you with somebody else. Cause I've got this great network. So, and then I'll think of you later on and I'll be like, I think I have someone who needs you, or at least I know you need to meet this person. And that's the beauty of LinkedIn. There's just this, like we're talking right now. um, And that wasn't the case just recently, like five, 10 years ago, people would not, they'd be like, I don't know you. And they would not connect with you. No. And and I was actually one of those people, believe it or not. I was like, 
I don't like, I only want to connect with people I've met or people I've worked with or people, you know, how did we meet? Where did we meet? Right. Now I've completely switched over. I've really switched over and I don't regret it because I've met so many amazing people. One thing I would recommend though, is what I decided for myself. And this is something I teach clients Mm -hmm. is to create a LinkedIn connection policy. Uh, What that is, is that you define maximum five types of people that you're willing to connect with. Mm -hmm. So, so because why do I say that is because, Sometimes we just are like, wow, I got all these connection requests. I don't know how to vet them. I don't know who to connect with. I'll just accept everyone because it sounds like a good idea to grow. Right. And I'm like, no, (laughs) do not do that. The reason why is because if you don't have a connection policy with some commonalities of the types of people, later on when you start posting content, Mm -hmm. these people have actually nothing in common with you. So they were trying to sell you something. They thought maybe it's a dating site. So they thought you were pretty. So they connected, <laughs> right. you know, they right. connected for the wrong reasons. Right. And, and because of that, when you do post content, they ignore you because they weren't really ever interested in those subjects. Right. 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 And so they wouldn't watch this live. They wouldn't be reading your articles. So you, that's the reason why you want to define who you want to connect with. And, you know, you can have like five different categories, more than five. It's getting a little bit out, out there, there. But, but you can, you can have five categories and those people are the people you will provide the most value to and vice versa. I love that you well, say that because it's not the size of your network. It's the quality of your network. And we all like, it's a dopamine dump when we get likes and shares and, and you know messages and all of that stuff. Of course, we all like that. It makes us feel good. But if it's not your target audience and you're not serving them and they're not benefiting from the value that you're adding, it really doesn't make it it doesn't matter it doesn't make a difference so I mean you can even have like a small network that's very active and engaging versus a large network that that doesn't engage at all okay but I'll take it one step further it's even going to hurt you so it's not only not going to benefit you but it's going to hurt you because the LinkedIn algorithm has several pushes LinkedIn Uh is one of the social platforms where you can get the widest organic reach. I agree. And also the longest longevity. So I can get a year later notified mm-hmm. that someone is still looking at my post and commenting on it. A, a post I wrote a year ago. So it's amazing compared to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Or, or, Facebook. Yeah. So LinkedIn is amazing. However, so if you know that and you know that you can get this reach, You have to understand how LinkedIn works. It pushes out to a small number of your connections, your Mm -hmm. post. Then it looks how it's received. Within one to two hours, if a lot of those people liked it and commented on it, it says, ah, this is good content. I'm going to push it out to another 200 people. And then if those people like it, suddenly it goes bonkers and it goes all out, right? Right. And if, right. if it goes past the third wave, you're you're viral. Like fourth right. wave, but you're viral. So of course, you don't want your post to be neglected. No one, no one read it, especially people who want to read it. Like I'm like, hey, why didn't it show up in my feed? I never see your so the more connections you have who aren't 
interested in your content because you didn't follow a LinkedIn connection policy and you connected with anyone for any reason, the less LinkedIn is likely to push out your content further because you don't know randomly who they picked the first two. Right. 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 And, and the, they might not be those people that are engaging with you. No. And that's the bad yeah. thing. So don't risk it. It's better to have a smaller network, but keep them really high quality that, you know, they like your stuff and you, you like their stuff. And then LinkedIn sees that and says, wow. And, and really pro promotes you more. Right. Krista, you just dropped so much value and, and shared <laughs> so much information. I mean, if, if people are watching and I hope they are and you're you're listening, I mean, that is huge is just the way that the algorithms work. And so the way that your content is pushing out. So you, you do want to be protective of your audience and protective of, of your connections because you want to be serving them and you want them to be interacting with you. Absolutely. And, and the last indicator is LinkedIn only gives you 30,000. And in the beginning, 30,000 sounds like a lot of people. Lot. <laughs> but after you've been on LinkedIn like a year, 30,000 is nothing. And you're right. like, oh, okay. And they do that because they don't want you just to connect with everybody. everybody. Um, they're hoping that you really pick who you choose. And I know people who actually go back later and disconnect people because they want to add the right people. The right, right? people. Right. 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 So yeah. Come here. Come here. <laughs> so I have a toddler who wants to say oh, hi. Let's say hi. Hi. <laughs> what's your name? What's your name? Oh, you don't want to tell us? Ivy? Ivy? And Ivy. you're watching you're watching something. You're watching. This is Ivy. Hi oh. Ivy. <laughs> Can hi. you say hi to everyone? Say hi, everyone. Say hi. You're going to see more people. Yeah, everyone can see you. She's she's kind of tired. It's already here in France. It's nighttime. So, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, say hi. Do you want to do you want to sign us off? Do you want to say goodbye, everyone? We're we're signing off. Sign off. Bye bye. Bye everybody. We're signing off. Krista, thank okay. you so thank you much for having me. Thank you, you so much. You added so much value. I hope everybody who was watching, you know, was able to take notes and and listen in on on posting content on LinkedIn. And thank you for sharing your story about your father. And again, I'm so so sorry. Thank and you. I, and I did see some comments that came through and they said that they are very sorry to hear that. So I just oh, want to let you know that some comments I came through. I appreciate it. I, I really so. wish that 2021 is going to be so much better for everyone. Um, and everyone who had to go through COVID, right? That's right, right. Down and down. So I agree. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Wow. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Friday Live with Krista. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast. It helps me bring on more amazing guests and get more information to you. If you would like to get a hold of me, I could be reached at lisa at itsimplydigital.com or my website is itsimplydigital.com. Have a blessed day.